Bird's Eye View with Erica McCall is presented by the DC Crossover. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Bird's Eye View, the true stories of professional overseas basketball. I'm your host, Eric McCall, a.k.a. Bird, because my last name is McCall. If you listened in for the past, I don't know, five episodes before, you've known that by now. But if you your first time listening in, that's my nickname. I got it in college. Shout out to Janae Wumake. And hence, that's the title of the, of the podcast, Bird's Eye View. So the reasoning for starting this podcast, again, if you guys listened in, also shout out. I just want to do a quick shout out to all my fans that have been listening in since the very beginning, since episode one. We're on episode six right now. And the love that you guys have shown has been absolutely crazy. I'm getting DMs from you guys just saying that the, epi- or that the, the podcast is great. So shout out to you guys. But once again, if it's your first time listening in, the reason for starting this podcast, because everywhere I go, everyone's asking me, what is overseas basketball like? What's the food like? The language is like basketball, like coaches like. So I was like, let me start a podcast to help educate everyone on what overseas is truly like. And if you are a younger basketball player listening in, I hope I've done a great job or this is your first time listening in. I hope I'm going to explain a lot of what this overseas journey is like. I mean, you're going to get a lot of different stories from people, and I hope that I can show all different aspects of it, um, the good and the bad, and then you guys, when you guys go overseas, you guys can make your own stories. So shout out to everyone that's listening in. So for each episode, we feature a different topic. Let's go all the way back to the beginning, y'all. For the first episode, we featured basketball with Sydney Wee. Second episode, we featured overseas relationships with Cy and Jess Gorey. Episode three was motherhood with my lovely sister, Dewana Bonner. Episode four was faith with Nia Coffey featuring Sydney Weiss as a co-host. Episode five was overseas past versus present with Val Whiting. And episode six, y'all, Okay, episode six. Now you guys know I always say I'm excited for an episode, but this one I really am excited about because it features so many different things that I love and so many people that I love. So episode six is titled Food Overseas. Now I know if you are um, someone who enjoys food, someone who enjoys the cuisine, the art of cooking, you are going to truly enjoy this episode So the person that I'm bringing on for the guest knows a lot about basketball and knows a lot about cooking slash food. The guest I am bringing in today is someone near and dear to the heart. I've known her for 10 years. Y'all, this year is our 10-year anniversary of being friends. She is just amazing. Her name is Stephanie Mavunga. Steph, welcome on to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm really excited because, you know, I was I was around for the first one, so I'm really ready to be around for the second one and see what's good. <laughs> That's right, y'all. So if you guys didn't know, I had a, a podcast called uh, Birds the Word like four years ago, and Steph was like one of my three guests. I only had, I only had like three episodes. It was really hard to maintain. And so like when I decided to start a new episode or a new podcast, I was like, it's got to be way more organized. It's just got to be lot more cleaner and so I hope I presented that if you guys were fans of birds the word um sorry Steph for the long intro because I just wanted to continue hype you up but let me give the guests a little run or the 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 listeners a little rundown of who you are you know it's a lot but I try to keep it compact and hopefully I just you know I get the the real big hitters out there hopefully I'll make you proud okay let's 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 break it down okay so Steph was drafted by the Indiana Fever in 2018 she played there for two seasons, and then she went on to play with the Chicago Sky. Shout out to them. They're in the finals right now. She was, or two, she was a two-time All-Big Ten team member, and she was a member of the All-ACC team in 2015. Who does that? Who gets All-First team in two different conferences? That's pretty darn dope. All right. She played for several USA national teams, including the 2015 Pan Am games um also she played in Steph what was the team that we played in together this is when I first met Steph like U16 U16 something like that yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. 10 years ago that's when we first met at the U16 USA national team all right y'all so we of course we do overseas facts because we are an overseas podcast Steph has played in Russia France and currently is in Poland now this part is about to get real wild I don't know if even you know this, you probably do, but she was a Eurobasket 
all EuroCup player of the year in 2019, as well as forward of the year and import of the year. Import is just, you know, she was a foreigner overseas. She was also a part of the all French team in 2020. And oh, wait, 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 this one is wild. When I, when I read this one, I was like, yo, my friend is really tough. She was a part of the all Europe team in 2020. Europe, y'all. We're not just talking just one country. We talking a whole continent. <laughs> whole continent, G. <laughs> it's wild. And now I didn't even team, know that. I'm saying all Europe. I'm saying. I'm breaking down crazy facts about you. And she just won the Super Cup in Europe, or sorry, in Poland uh, just recently with her team. How you how you pronounce your team? CCC, Pokwice, something like that? Pokovice. So W's in Poland are a V. Don't worry, girl, because I think I say it wrong too, but I know that the W is a V. I don't know. Sometimes I hear Pokovice, sometimes I hear Pokovice. So like, okay. I'm kind of like trying to say it real fast. Pokovice, Pokovice. <laughs> That's what's up. Okay, y'all. And so this for, episode, for this episode about food, I had to bring a bonus fact because Steph is a, is a special guest. And for many who do not know, Stephanie is a chef. And she has her own meal service business called Kupisa Kitchen. I know I said that one right. <laughs> Kupisa. And she's been cooking for me for over 10 Damn, years now. Did. She's the best chef that I know in the game. Y'all, I'm just so happy to have her here. Steph, talk a little bit about your cooking experience because this is why I brought you on. Just just, just give us some, some knowledge about yourself. Okay, so thank you for the great intro. Uh, you were really spitting out facts that I may not have known or I had forgotten about. Um, but so, so you did your thing there because I'm like, I was the what? <laughs> but um, uh, when it comes to food, I really love food. I'm a big foodie. I love to cook. I love to eat. Like, big girl gotta eat. Like, Thanks. and do. So, um, like uh like Bert said, um I have Kupisa Kitchen. And so Kupisa Kitchen started maybe actually it started when I was in France. So mm. I I made up the name when I was in France one day. Um and I just I just kind of came up with it like randomly. So I kind of wanted the alliteration. I wanted the K and the K. Um and um I think let me think. It was just yeah, it was just a random night. I was just like kind of laying in a bed and I was like the K and the K is kind of catchy. Um, and I kind of wanted something that was, that was me. It wasn't, uh, it was like kind of original and something that, you know, maybe no one had ever really heard of. The only thing I was nervous about is the fact that, you know, maybe people are going to pronounce it wrong, uh, when they first see it, or they're not going to understand, like, um, and then if it turns into a restaurant, then people are going to be like, what is that? You know, it doesn't kind of like, you know, it's not super, super catchy to some, you know? And the reason I chose Kupisa is because um, many people may not know, but I'm originally Zimbabwean. So I'm Zimbabwean by birth, um, born there and everything. Um, so shout out to my fellow Zimbabweans out there. But um, so Kupisa in, in Shona, my native, my native tongue, sorry, um, means hot, to be hot, mm. the state of being hot. And so to me, I was like, yeah, like I, I want everybody to think like, yeah, the kitchen's on fire. Like this food is fire. This is that stuff. This that splat. So I was like, you know what? Kupisa. Like, and I'm like, oh, I was messing around with a lot of things. I'm like, Kupisa kitchen. And it just kind of clicked. And I'm yes, like, sir. oh, we have one. <laughs> we have one. So I started cooking when I was in college. And oh my goodness, it's like, like night and day from my freshman year to like how I make food now, whether it's plating, whether it's the taste, mm. um, ingredients, terminology, like around like certain foods or different cuisines, like I'm night and day, a whole different chef. So like, I just started doing it freshman year cause I was real frugal, like, and I just kind of wanted to save money. And plus it was just something, something else I could do. And then a lot of people that know me know that I don't really watch TV. Um, I've been trying to work on it, like try to like watch like popular things, I guess, but like not really a TV movie, Netflix person. Um, and so like cooking, it just kind of helps me get away. It's something that it, it relieves stress and it also takes up time. And I get to like um, tap into different cultures. Um, mm -hmm. If I want to make different cuisines from different we'll countries. Talk about that. We'll talk something. about that. Huh? Say that again. Say, we'll talk about that. You just hold on to those stories because oh, yeah. we'll talk and, about that soon, very soon. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. Thank you for the intro. I know I can do as, as grand of a job as you could do in explaining everything about your your 
cuisine and experience. So thank you for that. But before we get into the interview, uh, we're going to do a little icebreaker, even though it's not an icebreaker because we know each other for 10 years and we know both of us like to talk. <laughs> but the game is called What's in the Kitchen? And uh, we're just going to be doing some fun games. And I'm, I'm interested to see what your, your answers will be for, this question, for these questions. So first question is, if you could cook for any celebrity, who would it be and what would you cook? Woof. Now that's a question. <laughs> <laughs> Break it down. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. I cook for maybe LeBron James. Okay, LeBron James. LeBron James. What you cooking for LBJ? What you cooking for him? Now I know what I'm gonna make, but okay. So okay, what you gonna make? See, that's why I'm like also like I don't know if I'm gonna make it for LeBron because you know he. He spends those millions on his body and he's he real, real clean. He does. So I don't know if I want to make something for him because like I'm going to have to, I probably going to have to come out with a little calorie count, like oil, like how many, you know, point this of this much oil is in your food. But okay, I would make, everybody loves my salmon, my salmon, okay, salmon that's, that's up on the menu for sure. Um, Probably some sweet potatoes. I can make them healthy. They don't even have to be candied yams. Um, those are gonna hit every single mm-hmm. time, like the ones I made for you in Hungary that first night. Yes, sir. Um, and then probably roasted broccoli. Um, so if I'm doing like a nice, like, food, you know, nutritious but still like flavorful meal, I'm gonna do that. Um, uh, if it's like a cheat day, then I'm gonna do. I'm probably still gonna make the salmon because, like I said, everyone really loves that. I'm gonna do some mac and cheese, and then the yams are gonna be candy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. See, she already got the menu on deck. That to make himself feel better than <laughs> She already got the know. menu on to, deck. Yeah, think about that. Think I about think that. I, have a couple of I like that. I like that answer, though. Okay, LBJ, you stay tuned because because Steph's gonna be in the kitchen near you. All right, next question. If you were at a potluck and everyone had to bring their best dish, what dish are you bringing? Just one. Just one item. You just got to make one item. What What are you bringing? Salmon, what's up? <laughs> Who do you hear about that brings the salmon to the you never hear that. Like, but the thing is, every time the potluck, they'd be like, Steph has the mac and cheese, Steph has the mac and cheese. So I'm gonna bring that if that's what's needed. But if they asking me what I'm gonna make, I, <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> Yo, the salmon is top tier. The way I make salmon, it's very difficult because it's hard to make salmon because you gotta cook it all the way through. It has to be perfect. You know, it's got to be a, a, a beautiful pink flesh through and through. And the way she just makes it, it's impeccable. Truly, truly. So salmon it is. Say less, okay? We getting blessed right now. All right, next question. If you could own your own restaurant, where would it be located? And what style of food would be served? What style of food? Um, I don't think that I would, I, that's, that's the only thing that I really struggle with right now um, because I don't, want to just like leave it, I guess, to just one type of cuisine. Um, right. I like something that's kind of like, there's various things on the menu. I'm not going to do too much. Like, you know, we love Cheesecake Factory, but that's entirely too much on the menu, like way too much going on. But they have all kinds of different stuff. So I kind of want to, you know, take a little bit away from that in the sense of, you know, they have so many different things that that way anybody comes, comes into my restaurant, they're going to find something to cater to, you know, like their dietary needs. And so I kind of want to do something like that. Um, but I don't, you know, I, I think somewhere, um, maybe in like Florida, Miami, something okay. somewhere that like a lot of people visit. I want it to be like, end up being like one of those places that like many people come to and they're coming from out of town. Like, oh yeah, when we, when we in such and such, I need to stop by Kupista, like, yeah. Like people are coming through, like, like you know, tough. certain places are known for certain things. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I kind of want it to be like that. Like there are certain things that like, um, I go to different, like, for example, you are the West coast. People are going to go to in and out. They're going to go to yeah. Dutch Donuts or whatever. Uh, people are going to go to the Turkey leg hut, wherever they're, uh, what is it? Texas, Texas Houston, wherever it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. So people are going to go to different, they're going to go to Chicago, get Giordano's like, or uh, the popcorn, like I want it to be like, oh, I'm when I get there, I have to make sure I cannot leave without getting this. You know, right? You go to all these different places, and so I kind of maybe like uh, like like a, like a busier city, um, just because like that's good for business. 
So it doesn't even have to be like a tourist attraction place, but like somewhere where they're, you know, they're, they're ready to, you know, shell out money for some good food. <laughs> I just love your answers. You're just so well informed. You just already know what you want to do and how you're going to attack it. So it's beautiful. All right. Last question. I got this one from, um, from Alicia Clark. She asked it on Twitter. I think I'm going to give you another five bucks and you'll understand when I, when I say this question. So if you only had $25 and had to feed six people, what would you cook? I had $25 and I had to do what? Feed you got to feed six Sorry. people. What are you I'm cooking? Like uh, a baked pasta, a baked pasta for sure. And a side salad. You can do that in 20, with $25. Very, mm-hmm. <laughs> it depends. It depends where you're shopping and do you have your coupons in hand? <laughs> <laughs> see you guys you put a little asterisk on it okay i like that a lot of people say pasta i said i'm thinking spaghetti but you put you put a baked pasta with with salad i just said they gonna get some yeah but like sauce. if it's spaghetti it has to be baked that's why i said baked because mm. i'm also picky about you know what type of sauce but it also depends because like what type of is this like lunchtime have they had a little snack how full do they need to be like so all these things come to you know come into play because you can get away with saying oh i can make a salmon salad and get a big old slab of salmon but it's like where are you where are you buying that is a quality salmon no so you don't want to do that but then it's also like you get the baked pasta you can um get a nice little sauce or you can make stuff from scratch um if you dice up everything but like this is just the food that's twenty five dollars right. not my gadgets and things like that <laughs> no no yeah just the food just the food oh, yeah girl. <laughs> Baked pasta for sure. Y'all, I am thoroughly entertained. That was the funniest person to me. I just think she's the, the funniest person in the world. So I was cracking up because if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see myself and herself and her facial expressions when she talks. So I'm just cracking up right now. But uh, okay, Steph, that, that was great. That was a great icebreaker. You just are well-informed. You're, you're clearly a chef because these are chef-like answers. So I appreciate that. So now let's get into the interview and we're just going to talk about your overseas experience with food and what it's been like for you as a chef and just as a person who's a foodie enjoys, you know, to eat great quality food. So would you say you've had a a overall good experience with food overseas? I have, but for me, 90% of the time I'm eating at the house. And then this season is the most I've eaten at the house just because like um, in the, the city I'm living in, it's kind of like a small village. So there aren't really many restaurants. And then the ones that are there, they kind of close a little early. So like sometimes, for example, like I could say a restaurant closes at nine, but it's like so small around here that like you can get there at like 827 and they're like, yeah, we've stopped serving. And I'm like, huh? (laughs) So then that only leaves you with McDonald's and KFC, which I don't even eat in the USA. So like, I don't really, I mean, of course, you know, all, all overseas basketball players like, man, I don't eat KFC, I don't eat McDonald's, but overseas it slaps. So like, talk about that real quick. Day, you tell me like, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go ahead. Cause I was going to ask that later on in the question. I was like, cause a lot of people want to know what's, what's McDonald's overseas. Like what's, what's cause, okay. Let's talk about first the restaurants that we usually see overseas that we have in America. You see McDonald's, you see KFC, you see Burger King, you see Pizza Hut and I seen Subway. Those are the top five american restaurants that i see Mm -hmm. but there's something about like i don't eat that much fast food overseas but there's something about oh they do have fridays they have fridays in budapest that's right that is popular and and i saw one in in portugal so there's something about that kfc chicken there's something about that kfc chicken that does something to me it's like spicier crispier it just tastes way better overseas (laughs) you want to know why secret it's chicken <laughs> she said it's a real chicken, y'all. <laughs> That's what the people say. I'm just the messenger. I'm just the messenger. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> that's that's just what I heard. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, some fast food overseas is is just better quality. They have less options than what we have in America. Like they have like the general Big Mac or, you know, like nuggets, but they don't have like the specialty stuff that we have. Although they do have their own country specialties, like Burgonias, that means potato in, in Hungary. Like they have like a certain Burgonia, <laughs> like special that they have, or they'll have like a- um, Maybe you have them potato wedges that are McDonald's. Exactly. Potato wedges. That's what I'm talking about. The Burgonias. Yes. 
Yes, like we don't have those in the states. It's it's different. So it, honestly, every McDonald's overseas right. depends on country to country. So that's a pretty cool thing about being overseas. You get to experience even fast food is is different and of different quality than what you're used to in America. Okay, okay, back to what we we're saying. <laughs> Right. <laughs> your experience okay you say you say you're cooking a lot when you're uh overseas and you were just going to speak about that a few minutes ago of how international flavors have influenced your cooking so in what ways has that uh changed the the aspect in the way that you attack cooking so cooking overseas for me is i, I really love it more um because it's, it's more of a challenge you don't really know what things say you don't know how things necessarily taste. Um, you're just kind of playing a guessing game. Of course you have like, you know, your translator app when you're out at the grocery store and things of that nature, but the flavor still never hits the same. Like um, you could even have like something some, something so simple as a uh, Frank's Red Hot. Frank's, it says Frank's. One's from the States, one's from um, where, whatever country you're in. You take them out, you dump them, they still taste a little different. I don't care what anyone says. Like I truly believe like no matter what the name says on the outside, it always hits a little different. You know what I'm saying? It's so, like, you, you play around with different flavors and you try to figure out exactly what it is that's going to make your food hit the best, you know? And so that's always, you know, a fun little challenge when I'm overseas. And you only bring but so many seasonings with you. You know, you don't want to pack your bag with just seasonings, but I probably do bring more than the average uh, player when I come out come out here. But after that, also, like, the reason why I, um, I've been, like, waning back, you know, year to year, um, even before that care package hits, like, just simply because, like, I, I want to really challenge myself, like, see how I can, you know, come up with different things myself. So sometimes it may not be a season. And sometimes I want to make a sauce because, oh, okay, like maybe this seasoning isn't going to hit as, as, as good because maybe like the, uh, the sodium content or whatever it is that may be inside of this seasoning isn't as strong as something I may have from the States. And so I'm like, hmm, okay, so maybe I want to make a sauce. And so then you get the blending stuff, you get the topping, you get the dice and all kinds of different um, herbs and and other, other little things or peppers and onions and things that you can, you know, bring together, um, different types of coconut milks, oils, whatever it is that you can mix together in order to make a sauce that can somehow even help marinate. So then at that point, you just try to make a new marinade and then that can help you as well. So I really, really, really enjoy cooking overseas just because like I go in a store, I'm really not sure what a seasoning is going to taste like. It can have chickens on the outside. It can say chicken, but what does that taste like? Like, I don't know until I try that on my own chicken. You know what I'm saying? Like you go in a store though and in the States and you use Creole, you know, it's going to be spicy. That Tony's Creole, it's going to be spicy. You go to Poland and you go in there, you see a chicken on a, uh, a grilled piece of chicken on the outside of seasoning. You come out, you dumping that on your chicken and you like, did you put some seasoning on here? Like, you just never know. <laughs> so it's always fun. And I really like, so what, um, what I do enjoy is um, taking a little bit and dibbling and dabbling from um, whatever country it is that I am in. And then also, you know, using a couple things from the States. But also when I'm in the States as well, I love using international spices. I don't know if that's the African in me or what it is, but I really love taking things from different cultures and different um, countries and kind of just like mixing them all together and seeing how it is. And that's kind of like what people really love about my salmon probably is because, yes, I use some American spices, but then also I use uh, Indian spices as well. You heard it here first. That's the key to the salmon, man, is the international flavors. I love it. Wow. Like, I, I just keep thinking, like, I'm getting a true chef's mind in these in these, these answers. Like, you can ask me this, and I'm just going to be like, yeah, you know, just kind of grab and go at the grocery store, you know, and see what, what's all there. So, so speaking of grocery shopping, <laughs> let's talk about, let's, 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 let me, let's do Russia. Let's do Russia. And we're in the grocery store in Russia. What is your experience like? What are you grabbing? Say you're getting a meal for a pasta dish. We'll just do a, a simple pasta mm -hmm. dish. How are you going to go right, in the grocery store and do that? So I'm going to give you my Russia experience from my rookie year and then my Russia experience from my third year. And I'm going to tell you the difference because, uh, like I said, like you learn and you grow and so my rookie year, for example, you know, you're fresh off the plane. You're like, okay, I don't know what it is. Um, how, do, how do you know really maneuver? Um, I'm, I'm walking to the grocery store. I, I know nothing yet. I don't know about the whole take your produce, put it in the bag, going away. I'm like, I'm in the USA. Like, you know, I don't know about the whole you bag your own groceries. I know nothing about any of nothing, you know? So I'm going to the store. I get there. And like, of course, I know, like, I'm not going to understand, but like, 
So what I do before I go to the store? Hmm, well, I know the kind of things that I have on my grocery list. So let me go ahead and Google them and put them in a translator and see. So that way I know exactly what it is when I see it. But what you don't think about initially, if you didn't really have any background or have anyone helping you or giving you like, get the Google Translate app and download the actual languages. That way it doesn't matter whether you have internet access or not. So at this point, I don't know this. I, I know nothing, nothing like this. So I'm like, okay, I'm downloading. Okay, so chicken, kuritsa in Russia. Okay, so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm getting it down. Okay, cheese, sour cream, or well, for this dish, like ricotta, like, you know, what, whatever it is, I got to figure out. So I'm like, okay, you know, and then at this point, I don't eat red meat. Like I had given up red meat. And so this is actually how I started at back up eating red meat was because of my grocery store experiences when I was overseas. So I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, I'm just going to try to find something simple because, you know, it's my first, you know, it's only my first day out here, like little Uzi said. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm trying to figure it all out. So I'm, I'm putting everything in the app. I go to the store. I'm like, Okay, I'm at like the fresh marketplace, you know, they have the meat, you know, they take it slab it, you know, I'm trying to get that fresh, like whole foods in it. So they taking it, they measuring it. I'm like, this ain't none of this say chicken. And you know me, I don't eat pork, <laughs> too fine for swine. So I'm like, I'm looking on the app. I'm like, this say chicken, but it say something else. Like I'm trying to get ground chicken. I'm like, okay, I put in turkey just in case. So I'm like, okay, but it's saying something else. So I see something, it looked like a pig. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, is that mixed in there? What's going on? I'm like, absolutely not, <laughs> abort mission. So I'm like, oh man, I'm like, I can't even get what I need. So I'm like, but I see one, it has just cow. And I'm like, okay, and I see, I'm looking all in ingredients, it's no pork. I'm like, I haven't eaten cow in three years okay what you gotta do what you gotta do let's figure it out i got i got medicine at the house i'm gonna just figure it out so i get that ground beef <laughs> so i get the ground beef and that's that's the story about basically actually how i started eating red meat again okay so, yeah so stuff like that you never know and then so you know that's how i went around like the other things though it's easy and some of the things pasta i haven't been to a country yet where the the brand barilla isn't in the stores Facts. And you find Barilla in, in the States too. On the pasta sauce and on the uh the pasta, no matter what 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 cut you have, you can have penne, you can have bow tie, farfalli, anything, Ma uh, macaroni noodles, you can have spaghetti, everything, you have that. So this was me, I'm I'm trying to be fancy a little bit. I get the shells. So I get the shells, the ground beef, I get the sauce. I'm like, girl, they got Barilla. Like I'm really in here. Like I think I danced in the store. Like I was so excited. I'm like, well, I ain't gotta, you feel me? I don't have to translate that. I know what's going on right here. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going through the whole store. I get my little onion, whatever, I'm dicing. Certain things, thank God, like I, I understand, like as a chef, like that is another thing, for example, like I understand like, okay, like certain herbs I can look at, I'm like, this is this. Like some people still struggle, maybe this isn't a knock at all, but like may struggle with seeing something they see like a parsley, a mint leaf, a basil and a uh, cilantro or something, mm -hmm. parsley and cilantro. And they'd be like, hmm, I don't know. Got to take a little bite or something. Me, I can tell, I can look and see. So that's another thing that was good for me because then I didn't have to like translate stuff like that. But um, yeah, so that's kind of like how I went about like my grocery store run, um, different things and how I was looking at the cheeses and some of the stuff I had to like, you know, just, just, just buy it because I hadn't translated some things I may not have thought of or like, you know, you go up and down the aisles and you're like, hmm, I think this is such and such. Like you, you never really know. You kind of shaking things, trying to see like the consistency at, for example, the same thing I did with like Greek yogurt my first day. I'm like, I don't really know if this is Greek. I'm trying to shake it. It seems thick, but girl, when I end up getting home, girl, came right out the thing. Like that ain't no Greek. <laughs> so it's just kind of like it's it's a trial and error. And then and then eventually, of course, like um, I remember like actually I went I went back home and I was like talking on like about my experience, you know, on social media. And you know the old heads they'll come and they'll help you, like, girl, why have you not downloaded the Google Translate app? And why haven't you downloaded the languages? I'm like, hold on, man scan all this stuff i'm like oh yep. like you know that little that meme or that gift it's like <laughs> that was me that was me like <laughs> i was at the store the next day on the off day just for fun girl i'm scanning <laughs> everything i'm like chicken filet girl i know what this is like i'm so geeked like it's the little things like overseas when you just 
you just a little bit of insight like that really just makes your overseas experience so much better and that's why i always encourage people like you know just help each other out you know you never know it's somebody's first time and or it could be year seven and they may not know something like just always share your experiences or whatever it is that you may have been put put on game about um but yeah so that's kind of like how i went about going to get or get my groceries for my first pasta dish and in Russia, um, also that first experience too, I ended up finding somebody in that grocery store that spoke English and like could help me like measure Pleasure. everything. So they started like helping me. Like, you know, you start, you, you know, you start typing on the screen, you're trying to find pictures, I go look, they have numbers and you, you know, how you have to type in about your produce and stuff like that. Whereas my third year in Russia, it was it was a it was a little different. Um, I I still did the same things. Now I'm feeling you know confident going into the stores. I don't know how to scan or anything. I know exactly yep. what I'm doing. I'm helping you know. But it's just like certain things you just you can't find, or certain things just aren't in season. But you're still used to seeing them in the states, so that's a little frustrating. Um, even with like vegetables, they're they're big overseas. You know, with fresh vegetables, and so it's like if if something isn't fresh, they're not really gonna put it out there. But then that's a little aggravating because you're like, man, I ain't seen broccoli in three weeks. Or <laughs> you might not have seen sprouts in two months. Like it's like okay, Thanks. like I understand about the freshness, but where's the food? Like <laughs> I'm tired of eating salad. I'm broccoli. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So okay. it's just a matter of getting to know like different things. And so I bring that broccoli. Brussels sprouts for the first time in two months today. I said, hold on. But yeah, like last year in Russia, it was kind of the same because I, I like, um, of course, like I had kind of like gotten a little familiarity with the language um, for my rookie year and then I could go to the store. And then I had like a teammate, like I was always the Rike um, at the grocery store because we had like the same driver or something. And it was just like nice to like go and see like different things at the store and like be able to like, you know, even assist her. Like, let's say like if she didn't understand something or like I taught her about like the Google Translate app, how you could scan. And it was like for her too. And I'll never forget. I still have not aired her out about this, but man, she was in the herb aisle. She was like, is this the right? And I was like, Mm-mm, that, 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 that's not that. That's, that's not that. <laughs> oh, Rike, it's all good. She figured it out. She texts me. I was like at home and she was texting me. I want to say if she said like, is this parsley or something? And I forget what herb it was, but I was cracking up y'all. Like maybe this year on her birthday, I'm gonna post it because that's literally the funniest screenshot I had. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's break down a lot of what we just talked about. For one, the Google Translate app is absolutely clutch in in anything, not just for food, but just wherever you go. Like if you got to go to a coffee shop, if you got to go to get a new light bulb, like it's, it's clutching in everything that you do. So if you, uh, you know, someone playing overseas and you don't know about the Google Translate app and you don't know that please download the language that where the country that the language is, you know, the most prominent because you can use it without Wi-Fi. Like it came in like really clutch for me. Like my first, two years, I really didn't have Wi-Fi like that. And I didn't have a phone that had Wi-Fi unless I was in my apartment. So the Google Translate app like came in super clutch for me wherever I went. So yes, super bonus in that. And then grocery shopping overseas, just a completely different experience. Like there's a lot of stuff. The the thing that that threw me for a loop was the first time was when I learned I had to weigh my own fruits and vegetables. Cause you know, like when we go to the States, you just, you pick them up and you just, you take them to, you know, to the register so I did that myself and they're looking at me like uh where the sticker at <laughs> like we don't yeah, we ain't weighing this for you the first time. I'm like, yeah. it's wild girl, it's wild there, I'm like this girl, <laughs> what's that one that one it's a meme like is it is it Jamie Foxx or some who is it like were they both staring at each other yeah, it's, it's a Jamie Foxx meme and they, they both staring yeah. at each other. <laughs> That's what you look like when you go and you and you bring something or you forget like, to weigh your your fruit and veggies and they just looking at you like, uh, I can't help you. You're like, dang, my bad. You got to get out of line. You got to go right, re your you stuff. Know you don't know the too, so they like. <laughs> they just looking at you. So it's wild. It's wild. But I mean, overseas is just, it's, it's beautiful. And sometimes they have bad experiences. So have you ever had, a bad experience with food overseas? Oh, for sure. Okay. Actually, I don't know if it's me or like what, but like there's sometimes that I buy a zucchini in the store and sometimes it just tastes like 
like when I cook it, like I'll cook it the same exact way. Like, and I don't know what it is, but it's just like random occurrences. So like, I don't know if there's something wrong with it, but like the zucchini looks fresh. Like I know how to pick my produce. So I get really confused, but it just kind of tastes like there's like cleaning products cooked mm. into it. And I don't know what it is. Only zucchini though. No other vegetable or anything else that I've bought, but like something about that zucchini sometimes. So girl, I get a little hesitant these days. Like, am I going to get the cleaning product one or what today? Because <laughs> I just don't know. And that's not a knock on polling. I've done this. I've had this experience in another country before. Seems like it's you. Seems like it's a personal problem. It's only been three, three, three times. And I made zucchini at least 15. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. and I see them the same way, whether I'm in the States, in Russia, in France, Poland. Come on now. That's a, that's a zucchini problem. <laughs> all right <laughs> for me I know it's just me I don't know how to freaking bake cookies and I you know with cooking you can just you can you know cooking savory foods you can just kind of dabble about like oh mm, that tastes good you throw it in there you don't really got to measure anything but for baking you really got to measure some things because with with if not it's like a true science if you don't you know every time I cook cookies overseas they look like mini cakes <laughs> texture is all off it's just really spongy. <laughs> it's just bad. It's just bad. Uh-huh. So I know that's a personal problem with me. That's why I was asking. That's my challenge, actually. Yeah, no, I've been wanting to make uh, cookies overseas, but I'm like, huh, the, the idea of just going to go translate every single thing, because like yeah. you could need a, a, a pinch of something, but you got to go translate that pinch so you can buy a whole bag of it. And it's just like, oh, irking. But I definitely want to make some cookies overseas and some brownies. I definitely, those are the two things I do want to make overseas um, from scratch. Now, has there been any crazy foods that you had to try when you're overseas? Like when you got to go eat with your teammates or you got to go to a restaurant? Has there been some wild stuff you've seen? Like, you know, when a lot of people talk about China, they talk about like, uh, they got like pig head and fresh duck and just squid out there. Like, have you have experienced that overseas? I in um in Russia, but it was like like cute little bougie restaurant or whatever um last year, and we used to go there and they used to have like the the actual fresh whatever it is that you needed um like all the shellfish and everything swimming inside at the front, mm. and it's like you basically like point that's the one that's the one, <laughs> but like you know I eat all that so that had nothing to do with me but uh yeah like or like you see people like. Mm-hmm. like a whole octopus like grilled and it's just like smacked on the table like I saw that one time but other than that nothing too crazy it's just like I don't count it as crazy it's just something that like maybe I may not eat but right. those are the two things that kind of stuck out to me and mind you even like last year when I was in Russia and I like saw you know like the fresh fish it was still like a cute scenery so you didn't necessarily think about it as ew like it was just like oh okay that's fresh fish they're gonna kill it just as they do it in the restaurant you can just see it right here right yeah for me I had it's really popular in Hungary is it's like a delicacy actually it's goose liver and I'm not a big fan of liver at all actually liver has kind of grown on me because they make some they put a little liver in some of the soups but the goose liver I just couldn't Mm -hmm. rock with it it's just really rich really rich meat and it's it's no bigger than two three inches and it's just they just go crazy after it they're like do you want yours and I'm like yeah you can take it because <laughs> liver is <laughs> have it please yeah <laughs> liver yeah, i've never really been a yeah. myself yeah definitely not well all right okay. so we broke down everything from the good and the bad is there anything overseas that they have that you can't find in the states that you really enjoy mm-hmm. like talk about overseas bread mm-hmm. talk about that Oh, that fresh bakery. Listen, like, yeah, that bread is different. I'm not going to lie to you. It goes like this, though. Like, if you go get it from, like, the fresh places, though, like, it's going to be hard in two days. But them first two days, or even if you throw it in the market, like, when it comes out, and it's just, like, you can literally break the bread like this. And you can just see the smoke just come up. Like, it's, it's, it's really a beautiful thing. And then France is different. Ooh. I'm talking point chocolate, like that, them croissants. Like y'all, I really sound like a fat girl, but listen, <laughs> it's okay because it's really deep out there. <laughs> and I love my bread. I don't miss meals. No, overseas bread is like it's 
I've never experienced anything like it. Like when I go to, even to this day, when I go to the store, it's not the same. Like bread is just like, it's like old and cold, like overseas. I mean, in America, and it's just not the same. But I used to, y'all, my first year, I don't know what God was testing me with, but he put me right next to a bakery. So every morning I was awakened by fresh bread aroma. Every day I had to wake up to it, had to walk past it. Like, and I'm over here trying to eat healthy. You know, I can get a little chunky, you know, if I don't really watch what I eat. So <laughs> God was really testing me because that bakery right next to me, baby, something special. Truly something special. Overseas bread. Oh, I know. Like ice cream flavors too. Mm. Or like ice cream. Or, okay, for example, in, um, in France, where I was, they had like an actual like Haagen-Dazs stand. Like, you know how you go to the store in the States and you like, oh, okay, you know, you might be able to buy a Haagen-Dazs and it's probably gonna be $8. But you buy the little haagen No, at like, at in France, for example, like you, like the way that they scoop ice cream, like you go to Dairy Queen or something, or we go to Killings, for example. No, Haagen-Dazs has its own little, like, wow. and it was different. Or like little things, like just the way that they're outside, like the street people, like they have their little, like, you know, street set up, open shop, you know, stuff like that. I miss that when I'm over, like when I'm back in the States, because it's like, they really put their tender love and care in whatever they make, whether it's a crepe, a churro, whatever, like stuff like that. Like, yes, you get it in the States, but it's just different. Like, it just hits different. Yeah, especially in France. I know one thing that a lot of people like, yes, France is definitely it. But I know something that a lot of people talk about is, um, I know, I want to say it was like Izzy Harrison had tweeted. Was it like the, have you seen the Nutella biscuits or whatever? Like everyone goes crazy over like the Nutella. Man, and everyone's always like, I always like love these when I'm, I'm going to have to send it to you one day. I have to find it, but like everyone loves them. And I always see them overseas, but I never see them when I'm back at the house. But I never, I never really ate them, so I really don't know. But I know everyone like that I like play with like loves them. No, speaking of chocolate, one chocolate that you can't find out here compared to overseas is milk of chocolate, yeah. and that's some elite chocolate. You know about milk of chocolate? Mm-hmm. It's all through every single country I've been in, man. Especially Russia. Russia, you would think that they sponsor milk, girl. <laughs> everywhere and then today matter of fact i brought my teammate uh i surprised her because that's my little homie she can be helping me out making my appointments and stuff so i actually bought her some milk or chocolate girl all kinds of little flavors and then they overseas you might every now and then see a milk or chocolate with like uh like you know regular chocolate white chocolate or something like this in the states but here i'm talking there's flavors i never even thought to think of yes. to make like look yes. where did you get this from <laughs> Like, so yeah, definitely. And then you Those, find like random, like, for example, like Kit Kats. I had never seen a coconut Kit Kat until last year in Russia. Like I mm-hmm. had never seen that in the States. Like they, they have chocolates or like things that we may have, but like they have like versions of them I've never even seen. Or Haribo. We have Haribo at the crib, but it's way different. Like overseas than it is back stateside, you know? Absolutely. Like they have everything. I can barely see a gummy worm, but I see every single other shape. <laughs> <laughs> you do have Haribo, like sharks. They got like marine <laughs> Haribo or marine. Animals. Yeah, they have like a marine package. It's like everything you can find in the water. Gummy version. Haribo. Like what? <laughs> and for those who do not know, milk and chocolate is like uh equivalent to like Hershey chocolate, but like 10 times better, better quality, more flavors. It's, it's just it's better, but that's if you were to compare it to something, it's just like Hershey chocolate in America. But in Europe, that's what like the main chocolate source is. If you're a big chocolate fan. All right, Steph. Last question here, man. I've I've loved this conversation. First off, I love this conversation because I'm talking to a true chef and I'm getting a true chef's mindset. I keep saying that, but it's freaking amazing. But has there been one meal you've gone to a restaurant? So you've gone to a lot of different restaurants overseas. Has there been one meal overseas that you would recommend for anyone to try? In Krasnoyarsk, Russia, there is a restaurant and it's called Frankie Wu. It's at the top of the city. It's at the very, there's a, a hotel and it's at the very, very top. So if anybody ever plays in Euro Cup and plays NSA in Krasnoyarsk, like coldest city ever. But when you go up to that top, you see like a view. It's a nice, like little fancy restaurant. You see the view of the whole city, but 
anything on that menu is fair game. They have like the chicken debone, like half open. They have like the roasted veggies. They have uh, like grilled corn on the cob, like whatever. And then there's um, in that same city, if you want to go for sweets, they have, uh, he's acting like uh, he, he, he does it himself, homemade everything, but um, it's called Cheesecake Cross. And so it's like, k-r-s-k i think like on instagram you just gotta find it like cheesecake cross my yards or whatever and he's like that guy and he made like all my birthday stuff um you know me and cheesecake girl and mm-hmm. um the, the best cheesecake i ever had like and i'm talking about he made it from scratch and he had like cheesecake cupcakes the full cheesecake like the whole nine yards so those two like cross my yards food really really went crazy so if you guys are ever there that is definitely a restaurant but i have definitely had some good food all around the world. Um, but yeah, there. Okay. There for sure. Krasnoyarsk in, in Russia. A lot of people would never think that you would find some of the best food in Russia because we just have this negative connotation towards the, the country. But hey, apparently you can find some good food. I haven't been there yet. So when I do go, I will look for Kras cheesecake. What's up, Hoops fans? For all things Wizards and Mystics, plus Nationals, WFT, and Caps Talk, check out the DC Crossover Podcast with me, Ben Simpson, and my co-host, Mike Cerrone. We talk all things District of Champions as well as play sports trivia, give out weekly picks, and of course, talk plenty about fast food. Listen to the DC Crossover Podcast wherever you download your shows. We'll also provide a link in the description of this episode. Now back to Bird's Eye View with Erica McCall. But all right, y'all, it's it's the end of the episode and it's time for my favorite part of the episode. It's time for the story of the day. So Steph, here I'm going to ask you, what has been your craziest story overseas? What has it been? I'm I'm ready for it. And I'm ready for the story. (laughs) Steph is a brilliant storyteller. So this is going to be amazing. Hit me. Embarrassing girl. And the people are going to be like, girl, why do you even respond? Okay, so... (laughs) can't think of anything else to tell so I'm gonna tell this embarrassing story and I don't need y'all to judge me okay so here it is okay so I was a rookie if that helps so my rookie year back to Crosby Yards um I, I like I'm if anyone knows me like they know I'm very talkative person I'm really open I'm giggly you know I'm loud I'm bubbly like that's just the type of person I am um it doesn't matter um what, what walk of life we come from it doesn't matter like I treat everybody the same so I've, I'm always nice to the fans I gotta stay around you know communicate with fans I'm, not, I'm actually one of those people that might DM people back but I kind of learned my lesson here so um so I was DMing fans back this season I'm a rookie so I'm like oh you know this is so sweet like you know you know show my appreciation back I'm reposting you know they might blow you up so it's like very now and then you know you reply to something <clears throat> Or like, if you're overseas, you may not see a lot of tall people all the time, whatever, you know, we all run into different things. So, <laughs> I'm 6'3", <laughs> for reference. So, I was on a, I was on a flight <laughs> one day. <clears throat> I'm in the exit row seats, I'm minding my business, I'm actually in the middle. So, there's a lady on my right, um, and this is, we're in Russia, and there's a, a, a fellow on my left. And, you know, he's about six, seven, you know, kind of, you know, he goes to the gym. And so I'm minding my business. Like I say, you know, you know, being me, I'm just on my phone. I'm chilling. I don't say anything to this man. I didn't even look this man in his eye for real. Like I saw him once we made eye contact. That was that. I sat in my seat, you know, and the only time like we did make that eye contact is when I was like, you know, because he sat before me and I'm like, hey, you know, the middle seat's mine, you know, cool. And generally um um when I was in Cross New York a lot of people didn't really speak English and so you know I was just trying to like kind of point it wasn't really a conversation so I sit in the city five hour flight you guys Moscow to Cross New York so yeah I think it's five yeah four or something it's it's a very long flight so I'm in there I'm minding my business I'm asleep I'm listening to music a little bit we land this happened maybe uh let's say on a Monday I don't remember the exact day. So, okay, we got to go back to Moscow in like four or five days. So, boom, I never really get on Facebook unless I'm super bored and I get on Facebook maybe every like once a, once a blue moon or like, like let's say five, like, you know, you scroll through all your social media while you're laying down. You're like, okay, let me go to Facebook. That's So it was one of those, like, all right, let me go to Facebook. 
So this is like three days later. This is like a Wednesday, two days after, yeah, two, three days after the flight or whatever. And um, I get on Facebook and I get the friend request. Like, I really don't, you know, kind of sift on Facebook. Like, okay, if you want to follow me, maybe there's reasoning. But if something looks suspicious, that's when I really hit the climb. But I don't really, you know, I allow people to follow me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know, accepting, 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 accepting. I see this. I go across this man. I'm like, this face looks familiar, but I can't put my finger on it. I'm like, where did I see this man? <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, man, whatever. I know I see him somewhere. So let me just accept him. I accept him. This man messages me, y'all, later on that night. He was like, hey, um, thank you for following, or like uh, accepting my friend request. Um, I just want to let you know that you're really beautiful. Da, 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 you know, slide in and try to speak again. So I'm looking like, where? Do, I'm really, I'm really replying now because I want to know where I know you from because this is bothering me. I'm one of those, like, this is going to bother me answer. So I'm like, you know, thank you, whoop, like, and I, I messaged back and, you know, he was like, yeah, he was like, I didn't know if you would recognize me from the plane and it all clicked. I said the plane, oh, this is buddy from the left side of me. <laughs> like, oh, he was, he said, yeah, I noticed you um, on the flight, you know, from Moscow to Cross, but I really, he said, I don't speak very good English. So I didn't know what to say. And I was a little like, you know, like nervous or whatever. And he was like, like, why didn't you speak on the plane? Like, you feel me? Like, be a little more bold, you know, people <laughs> these days. You know, they want to slide in the DM. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, I don't really know anybody out here, so I'm still messaging. So he's telling me that, telling me that, whatever. Fast forward. Oh, this isn't very safe, so I don't, you know, recommend this. I know I was young and a little silly. But um, a couple days later, like I said, we had to fly back to Moscow. <laughs> so we at the hotel and this man had asked me because he actually lives in Moscow and he had gone back. And he had said something like, uh, like, oh, let me, um, oh, what, where, let me come visit you or something or let me come see you. What hotel are y'all staying mm-hmm. at? That was a very terrible idea. I don't know what made me say, but I said it. Wow. This is, I don't, like I said, you guys do not need to do stuff like this. This is, this is absolutely wrong. But yeah, it was just like, oh, okay, this is the kind guy, whatever. So yeah, we ended up linking up at the hotel. We're using a translator the whole time to have a conversation. So this is weird to me, but it is what it is. You know, the things that you do overseas and the experiences that you have. So, all right, um, we message here and there. I'm not messaging this man every day. Like I'm minding my business. I have a job. Like I'm, I'm trying to work and play basketball. Like that's what I do at this time. So this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Anyway, fast forward to cut the story. I'm not going to go into details, but we messaged a couple, you know, a couple of times. He came back to Crosno Yards. I wasn't trying to see him at this time because like I said, like I'm a little more smart. Like at this point, like I probably shouldn't have told you, you know, where I was living with my team. But the good thing is we were only there for two hours. Like we were just supposed to shower and leave. So like that was also another reason I was like, you know, it is what it is. And I told my teammates where I was going and I and I stayed in the lobby and I stayed in the lobby, y'all. Yeah. So I was right. Everybody could see me. So <laughs> anywho, So, yeah. So anywho, y'all fast forward. We had been messaging. Boom, boom. He ended up coming to a game in Moscow and everything, like, on his own, though, like, on some mm-hmm. pop-up weird kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I didn't see the red flags here yet. So, yeah, he popped up on me. Then he popped up at another game, at another away game on some crazy stuff again. This man brought flowers, chocolate. Like, how am I about to explain this to my teammates? Because you know they're about to say, who the heck brought you that? And I was like, mm, man, like, this is a little weird now. I'm like, okay, I got to get up out of here. I got to dip. <laughs> So fast forward, fast forward, one day, I forget. I'm like one of them people that I ask a lot of questions. Indeed, she does. Bird, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I like, I really ask a lot of questions. So I don't know how it came up, but um, he was saying something. He was like, okay, I got to go to sleep. My wife, something, something. You're what, sir? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Y'all. Yeah, when I say there's no pictures on this uh, on this um, Facebook, no wife. This man ain't have no ring on when I saw him. And there's no there's no married. It says single on a page. Like, and he's been having conversations like I, I I'm trying to uh, go to English classes. I need to. I want to be with you. I'm, of course, I'm not saying nothing to that because that's out of pocket. But like, oh, I'm wow. like, you're. And he was like, I'm sorry, I didn't know how to tell you. And then I'm like. 
you don't do so, but like this is the crazy part me trying to help i said listen i'm trying to tell you but like you don't do stuff like this this is very wrong and i'm like trying to tell him i said the good thing about me is like i, I didn't want anything with the man i was just you know bored mm -hmm. messaging back whatever you know but like i broke it down to him like yo i'm not one of them people that now i'm coming to you as a woman i'm not that and there's nothing here that's going on so there's really nothing for me to say <laughs> um but i'm like you you don't do stuff like that like you're wrong in this situation he was like no 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 no. but like he's like i've never cheated on my wife i've never i said boy because if i would have given you a chance that that's what you would have done and i wouldn't mm -hmm. and i wouldn't have known you know what i'm saying because i don't do stuff like that you know i don't condone cheating or anything um of that nature but i, I let buddy know about himself for sure and yeah so that's my little crazy story uh he and i i was like and I noticed things. I'm like, where was your ring? He said, I took it off right before the meeting because um, we only had a short time with each other. So I didn't want to uh, type that into the translator. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Cause I would have walked away. <laughs> well, y'all, oh, this is two stories, two love stories that have gone wrong on bird's eye view. You heard mine first with my Hungarian boyfriend. I don't know, y'all. It's it's something with these foreign men. They just fall in love with these chocolate women. They just fall in love with us. And, they love it here. <laughs> and they want to marry us after the first the first meeting. It's crazy. I <laughs> Girl, and, and that's the thing. He ended up saying that after I'm trying to tell him about I still, you know, I'm still gonna take these English lessons. I still wanna be no sir <laughs> sir <laughs> calm down <laughs> y'all i am shook so now i know how y'all felt when when i told y'all my story so after i'm hearing steph's story i'm like oh this is what it sounds like it's wild is it's the thing they're overseas they, like you said they, they love that they love them the little American thing. That's what I'm saying. My my same situation was the same as yours. I saw a tall dude I ain't never seen before in Hungary. So I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, we're not thinking about the the, rep, the repercussions. You know, the reco I can't talk today. You know, the results <laughs> of what's going to happen. So I we were in the same boat. Yeah, that man was started popping up, cards gummy bears uh bears stuff bunnies and stuff. start stop coming to my games <laughs> i used to dip out after the game i used to be in a cut i used to be in the cut so did he just did he stop coming to games after you confronted him like how did you break ties with buddy oh, boy of course. but i did i did the conversation like i at this point like like i said I, I don't condone none of that so i had to say my piece like yo this is wrong and i said and also like I, i'm upset that you you know wouldn't have let me know like i said i don't condone that i'm not with that i'm not like you know i, I broke everything down in the clearest english because i knew he had to translate it you know anyway so i said everything real real straightforward and then yeah i just kind of stopped replying he messaged a couple times the good thing also is like he was in a whole nother city that was like at least like a four-hour flight and so he couldn't pop up to too much and this was towards the end of the season that this so it was like yeah i want to go screw and then of course like everything's in russian he's Russian, so like yeah where's my shoes indeed and so yeah he would like look up the stats and stuff would like message me but like girl i don't know you sir <laughs> you're about to get blocked <laughs> Well, there you have it. That is a crazy story. Definitely the story of the day. Steph, man, it's been a pleasure having you on. We've received so much knowledge on food and overseas relationships again. <laughs> so I appreciate you, Steph. Where can we find you uh, on social media? Where can we follow Kupisa's Kitchen on social media? Break it down all for us. So you can follow me personally on Instagram and Twitter with the same at name um, at smavunga underscore two three. And that's S-M-A-V-U-N-G-A underscore two three. And for Kupisai Kitchen, we only have an Instagram for now. Uh, we don't yet have a Twitter, but you can also find Kupisai Kitchen in my Instagram bio in case you forget. So the tag is right inside of my Instagram bio of my personal page. But um, if you just want to go straight to or directly to Kupisa Kitchen, then you just go at underscore Kupisa, which is K-U-P-I-S-A Kitchen. And that's it. So at underscore Kupisa Kitchen. Wait, because it might be double underscore. So let me check that because that's that would be embarrassing. You double checking, y'all. <laughs> yeah, double checking, y'all.
And it is one. Okay, so I was correct. Okay, at underscore cookies kitchen, and that is me. Beautiful. And vice versa. Each, um, each um, bio has, you know, either my personal Instagram or my business, quote unquote, uh, Instagram. And so you'll know um, for sure. Um, and that'll be the confirmation. Say less. We'll go follow her, y'all. If you want to follow me, if you follow me at on Instagram at birds, the word underscore 24, you can follow me on Twitter at Eric McCall 24. And of course, you guys want to follow the podcast and get all updates on our guests and fun facts about our guests. You can follow us at birdseyeview.podcast. And of course, if you guys are loving the podcast and want to show it to love, give us some ratings, y'all. Rate us five stars. Drop some comments below so we can get some more people to listen in and get educated on overseas basketball. Once again, it's been a blessing. It's been another episode of Bird's Eye View with Eric McCall, a.k.a. Bird. McCall, I'm out. Deuces.